Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1120. Today I am wrapping up my series of looks at Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad, the new novel by Christy Golden, by looking at where the book ties into other Star Wars media. Punch it, Chewie. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Proops. You may know me as Fode from The Phantom Menace. And you're listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. I love you, Alan. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And I guess I should start off by saying that you are in full spoiler territory with me here. So if you have not read Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad and don't want it spoiled for you, then save this podcast for a later date. However, if you're okay with spoiling or you're not going to read it, but you're curious about how all of these things are being interwoven together, well then, let's get right to it. For starters, I've got to tell you a bit of a story. So there's a pilot in the Rebel Alliance named Yvonne Verlaine, and she shows up in the Princess Leia comic book miniseries that came out as part of the initial like first run of Star Wars comics that were out there, right? Because it was the Star Wars title, the Darth Vader title, and the Princess Leia title as a five-issue limited series. Anyway, we meet Yvonne, and she works with Princess Leia on her mission to round up and bring other Alderanians to safety because, of course, they're being hunted down after the events of A New Hope. Anyway, because of a little Easter egg that Pablo Hidalgo stuck into the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide, we found out that Yvonne Verlaine was actually the pilot of the Y-Wing fighter that we see escaping the Death Star battle at the end of Star Wars A New Hope. So now there's a comic book tie into the movie universe. And then, and then, that slam-bang opening in Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad where we get a look at the Battle of Yavin from an entirely different point of view, from Aiden Versio's view, the dogfights happening above the Death Star and whatnot. Toward the end of that chapter, Aiden Versio is shooting down X-Wings and TIE... Er, and not X-Wings and TIE Fighters, X-Wings and Y-Wings. And she notes that one Y-Wing that she was about to try to shoot down suddenly turned tail and was racing away from the Death Star as fast as utterly possible. And Aiden is not able to shoot down that Y-Wing before the Death Star actually explodes. So... We know from Star Wars that only one Y-Wing fighter escaped from the Battle of Yavin, and we know from the comics and the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide that Yvonne Verlaine was in that Y-Wing. So, so, the long way around. Here we go. So Aiden Versio was actually on Yvonne Verlaine's tail and about to shoot her down before the Death Star exploded. So that ultimately is a comic book connection because even though Yvonne Verlaine is supposed to be in the cockpit of that Y-Wing fighter and and she's also supposed to be in the cockpit of a Y-Wing fighter at the Battle of Scarif as well, we don't actually see her on screen, you know, so it doesn't quite count. So it's more of a comic book connection as far as I'm concerned. As far as Star Wars novels go, there are at least two that get referenced in one way or another because of the events of Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad. And one of them is one of those things where I think we start to touch the slippery slope of canon and not canon and sources conflicting with each other and possibly ending up with Pablo Hidalgo's explanation of how some people tell stories and maybe they're the way things happen and maybe they're not. And so, you know, it kind of slips around the idea of what is canon and not canon because people's recollections of things may vary. So 
This centers around the character of Staven. Staven is slash was one of Sagarera's partisans. And in the Rogue One novelization, we have a scene that we didn't get in the movie where Jin is talking to one of Saw's other partisans while they're in Saw's headquarters in Jeddah. And she asks if this character, Staven, is still alive of this other person in Saw's cadre. And uh, this person replies that Staven is not alive. However... However, he is in fact alive and shows up in Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad. Now, the woman that Jin is talking to in Sagarera's headquarters asking these questions is never identified. She thinks she recognizes Jin, but it turns out that she is mistaking Jin for somebody else because they were supposedly on a mission together on Fashender Prime. That was the name of the place, but um, Jin says, nope, it must have been after my time. And then, of course, we have to talk about Rebel Rising, the novel by Beth Revis that came out earlier this year. And in that novel, Staven appears as well. He is one of the people working with Saw Gerrera and ends up training a young Jin Erso. Jin Erso is actually mentioned in Inferno Squad. Not by name, not by name, that's a little bit too on the nose, but by recollection as Saw's adopted daughter. Staven is having a conversation with another member of the undercover Inferno squad and notes that Sane, or Sain, S-E-Y-N, that she reminds Staven of Jin Erso and you know, some of their talents are very similar, the forging of documents and whatnot. And Staven even goes so far as to say they even kind of had a similar name. So maybe Sin is how it should be pronounced instead of Jin, although it has the extra E in her name by comparison. And lastly, for the purposes of our discussion, there's also an intersection between the novel Inferno Squad and the short story Kindred Spirits, which appeared in Star Wars Insider Magazine. Now, Kindred Spirits was written by Christy Golden, so yeah, I guess that's sort of an easy lift, if you will. And it involves Asajj Ventress coming into contact with a notorious pirate named Lhasa Rhaim of the Bloodborne Order. She's the leader of the Bloodborne Order. And Lhasa shows up in Inferno Squad as well. And Lhasa certainly continues to demonstrate her well-deserved reputation as a pirate queen. However, she ends up getting duped because two of the members of Inferno Squad are on a ship she attacks. And they are pretending to be partisans so that they can be taken to the place where Sagarera's dreamers are holed up and hopefully join that group in order to undermine and demolish it. And Lhasa takes the bait and ends up delivering the Inferno Squad guys where they want to go. So, unfortunately, there's a knock against Lhasa on that one. And that right there is going to do it for our podcast looking at ways that Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad ties into other Star Wars media. Now I'm going to take a quick break and come back at you with a Rogue One trivia question. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com slash TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com. Welcome back. So last time I asked you to name four major rebel characters who were in the room during the initial meeting with Jyn Erso on Yavin 4, and they are Cassian Andor, General Draven, Mon Mothma, and Bail Organa. 
Today's question for you, why is it the Rebel Alliance needs Jin to go introduce them to Saw Gerrera when Cassian could certainly go do it by himself? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go jumping out skyscraper windows, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a shapeshifter, it's Destiny Unleashed. or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.